Uh-oh, here we it's go. It's time for a bonus pod. That's this right. Is. Welcome to the Fat to Fit or Else podcast. That's me. Where we talk about fitness, food, yep. motivation, yep. and general angry rants from the fat man himself, That's me, Stretch Roberts. Man. So get ready for all of the above with a side of bacon. Mm. Here is your host, Stretch. You know what? I'm in a good mood. I'm in a very good mood. I feel like singing. Let me let me stop the Stretch music here and uh, start my other music. I'm gonna turn off the Stretch music, turn that down. Let's see if I can get the other one going. I gotta sing. I'm I'm happy today. It's a bonus pod. I'm stoked. So here we go. Oh, here we go. Two trailer park girls go round the outside. Round the outside. Round the outside. Two trailer park girls go round the outside and they smell like Kentucky Fried Chicken. Guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> Stretches back. Eating M&M's. Oh, no, I don't want to sing anymore. My dog just kicked my door open, and now I got to stop everything. Dog, why are you in here? It's my girl dog. The brat-tastic hyper one. Hold on, dog. Let's clear the dog. All right, dog is gone, and I am back in action. It is the bonus pod of the week, which I tend to do one every week. And most often, I'll double down. I'll do a pod, and then I'll be like the next... Very next day, I come back with the bonus pod. So I'm back on that uh, trick. And here's what I am fired up about today. Uh, all my blood work came in. All my doctor stuff. This is all fat to fit or else awesomeness. Even though not everything was awesome. In fact, uh, I don't know if you know this, but if you know me, you know uh, I, eat, I eat the crow from time to time. Swore off ever doing business with Clear Channel. Probably the greatest uh, spreader of the Fat to Fit or Else podcast is Clear Channel. Uh, Big 49 on the iHeart app. And they're just, I ended up doing business with them later on. And all is well with uh, iHeart and myself. But boy, I got my blood work back. And that was the best thing ever. My A1Cs are below diabetes levels. Like technically on paper, I don't have diabetes, but I do because it's being controlled by medications. So everything is dialed in. And here's a weird one. When everything's better, cholesterol is better, but I also had increase in medication. Um, My glucose was high, which is weird. And my A1C was, was great, was normal, was not even like on the line, nothing. It's just normal. My A1C is the lowest it's been since 2019 when I found out I had type 2 diabetes. So that's really, really good news. And that tells you the Ozempic is working. It's just not working to the point of where I'm losing weight. I'm still not losing weight. I I know why. We talked about this yesterday, but I am got my protein piled up and I'm lifting weights like a mofo. So my weight, I dropped about 10, 11 pounds Lost a little more, gained a little back, lost a little more, gained a little back, and I'm staying at around 11, 12, to f- anywhere between 14 and 11 pounds is what I'm staying at. I'm not breaking my diet. I'm not going off on these benders of, well, let's just go out and have five donuts today, or let's even cheat and have this. The biggest treat I have every day, I'll have like in my lunch a sugar-free Jello, or I will have a, a protein cookie. Or I will have, I love, in my refrigerator, I have zero sugar Cool Whip. 
highly, highly recommend that stuff. It's really cheap. You buy it in the frozen food section. It's like $2.39 for the sugar-free Cool Whip. And I think it's the Kroger brand that I buy. And you can just like have a spoonful. You can put it in your coffee. It's really good. Remember, I'm Mr. Mushroom Coffee now. I'm really into that. And I will. I could put it in that. I also put a pumpkin uh, spice flavoring, pumpkin pie flavoring. Sprinkle that into my coffee in the morning. And then I'll put maybe a dab of my sugar-free Cool Whip in there. And then sometimes I'll take the container, just put cocoa powder in it and stir it up. And it's delicious. It's got some fat and fat is good. You want some fat. And I really, really recommend that if you're looking for something sweet that won't kill you. But I I keep a container of it in my refrigerator. Everyone else thinks it's disgusting, which is great because that means I can actually have some. And at night after dinner, typically I will have one or two spoonfuls, like, hmm, delicious, and then that's it, and put it back in the fridge and get some maybe tomorrow, maybe not. So that I I recommend a lot, a lot. Uh, Here's a problem, though, on my test I'm waiting for. When I went in and got my test, before I started the workout, I knew I was going to. I knew I I was going to leave the 49. I was going to undergo this transformation of the fat to fit or else. And I was going to start this and hold myself accountable by torturing myself. If I failed my challenges, I started making the plans. And then the second I got daylight, I was, wasn't going to leave till the end of August. So I was supposed to start in September, but then it ended up that 49 was like, you know what? Screw it. If you want to go, just go ahead and go now and we'll run best ofs, which was cool. So I bounced up out of there uh, beginning of first week of August and the day I we agreed that I would not come back at all, I got my gym membership and started the next day, and diet and everything all started right then. It was like, oh, unexpectedly, oh, crap, I'm not ready for this. All right, I'm on the diet now, I'm on this now, and I'm going. So right before that happened, I had my doctor's appointment, and my numbers were bad, and my doctor was like, you're a fat load, and you've got diabetes, and we were cranking up your medication on this and we're cranking up your medication on that and blah 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 and then after the test she called me back and said oh you've got fatty liver disease and I'm like no I don't and she's like yes you do I'm gonna send you in for this test and I'm like you've done this before and I don't have it I'm just fat so no and she said no you better go and I said no eat me doctor and I like my doctor a lot and she was like what are you talking about and I said, look, I am know what I'm doing. I am going to stick to this program. I am going to work very hard. I'm going to stick to my diet, and I am going to get in shape, so there's no need to do this because I don't have fatty liver disease, and I'm fine, and I will be fine. You watch. And she said, okay, that's great. We'll test you again. And then we had this conversation yesterday. She said, we're doing your blood test. You didn't go in and do that thing that I told you to do for your liver, and it'll be... If that, you know, numbers aren't great, you're going to uh, have to do that. And I said, okay, I'll bet you the numbers are going to be great and I don't have to do it. And she goes, okay, well, I'm writing the, you know, referral just in case. And then you have to book this appointment. Well, I have to book the appointment because the numbers didn't, they came down, but they're not back in line yet. So she's like, I got messed up fatty liver disease. I'm like, you got fatty liver disease, fatty fat face. And she cried. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. I really like my doctor. My doctor is a 
She's very young and a very, very nice, nice lady, and she's incredibly thorough, and she really uh, looks out for me. But I... Uh, yeah, now I got to go do this. So now I got a heart doctor appointment next week. And and remember that way, I was like, yeah, whatever, on the heart doctor. And they're like, we want to run this one test just in case. And I'm like, I don't know. I'll think about it. And then the next day, my mom, like two days later, my mom had a heart attack. And then I called him and said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do that test. That was one way to get me in there. So I'm doing that on next Tuesday. And my my numbers, my good cholesterol was low. And my bad cholesterol was great. My blood pressure was high, which is weird because it's been perfect for years now. I've been dialed in on that. And now that's high right now, which is very bizarre considering I'm working out like every day. I do something at six days a week. There's days I'll just go for a walk or do cardio or something. But I'm doing some form of exercise six days a week. And that's a lot. And then there's probably three to five days I'm doing pretty good weight training, like three to five days a week I'm doing that. So it's, it should, the things that are bad shouldn't still be bad. The things that are good, I was like, yeah, that's right. I don't even have diabetes anymore. But I also know uh, last week my pharmacy screwed up. They deliver for me and they're very nice people. And I called them and said, hey, I need a refill on this. Can you deliver it tonight? And they said yes. And I was already out of the medication because I'm that guy. I run out and then I call the pharmacy. And they said, sure. And then they didn't deliver. And I'm like, oh, my doctor must have been a problem. So I'm like, all right, it'll come through. So I call my doctor. And they're like, no, you've got refills. You're good. So I'm like, oh, okay. So then now it's too late. Next day, they don't deliver again. So then I call on the third day and I'm like, hey, guys, I'm out of a diabetes medication. Like, I kind of need that. It's it's important. You were supposed to deliver. It's now been two days. And by the time it all got worked out, I got my medication. I had to send my daughter up there to just pick it up because they couldn't get their act together on this one. And I went three days without any metformin, which is probably not good. But that's where I think my glucose numbers were out of whack. But very, very good stuff. My, my A1C for the first time since being diagnosed down to normal levels for the first time. They've been... And they haven't been astronomically high. I think my highest were like an eight or a nine, and the five is the the cutoff. At above five, you you end up you you got some diabetes going. And I was at an eight or a nine, so that's when they told me I got diabetes. And then it came down, and it's been around six and somewhere in there, like not real high. I've it's been pretty much under control. Uh, nothing to be incredibly alarmed about. But now it's not even showing up as diabetic, or or uh, to be worried about but trust me if I get off my meds I'll be back to diabetic tomorrow so I'm going to keep my routine I'm going to keep working out but uh, my thing is that's weird besides the medications being increased in a lot of stuff and besides my diet being way better besides my exercise program being way better uh why do I I don't have diabetes anymore but I might have fatty liver disease that's pretty weird right that's pretty effing weird. And they always go, how much do you drink? I'm like, I don't drink at all. I haven't had a drop of alcohol in like, now it's nine years, somewhere in there, maybe 10 years since I've had any alcohol, like any alcohol. I don't even take, well, now they don't do it, but I say I didn't do communion at uh, wine at church, like no alcohol. Yeah, it's pretty weird. So I, I don't know. But that was all really 
awesome effing news. I did not get to the gym today. I got to work out at the Stretch Home Gym, and I didn't film it. I just went out there and just lifted and worked on. Here's what's weird. I set the goal for a 300-pound bench press at the end of October. That is the new fitness goal, so I'm giving myself the whole month to get ready. Oh, I was weak today. I was weak. I, did, I couldn't even do 225 today. That's god-awful. So I just said, you know what? I don't have it today. Today is not my day for being strong. I'm going to go lightweight and I'll do heavy repetition and I'll get the burn and I'll build that muscle and I'll make progress even on a day when my body isn't letting me be uh, the strong man that I know I am. So that's what I did. So I'm, I'm just banging it out. By the way, I'm doing a podcast right now. I got on no shirt, no pants. I got on Crocs with black socks and <laughs> underwear. That's a tune out. I just lost everybody listening to the pod. They're like, what's up with this? I'm out of here. No one wants to have that visual image in their mind of the fat old dude sitting around in his underwear with black socks on and Crocs doing the pod. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, my friend at work hasn't asked me to uh, buy any more presents for his wife, which is nice. I'm now uh, rolling into, God, we got Friday coming up tomorrow. How awesome is that? Friday, it's hot as balls. I really wish it would get back to fall weather. I do not want to go back into this last bastion of summer BS because I hate summer weather because fat people sweat and I am still currently considering myself a fat man. I am not Slim Jim yet. I will get there but I am not there yet. So I do not like the heat. I like it uh, cool. I don't necessarily like it cold. I don't want to live in New York or anything like that where it's really cold. I want to live in California where it's not balls-ass hot. That's where I want to live. I want to live. Actually, I take it back. If I could leave California, I'd leave California tomorrow. I hate California. I really, really do. And it's it's all just more honesty. And, and I would say it's politics, but it's past that now. Now it's just crime and awful politics led to a destruction of our society and i don't want to live here anymore it is horrible this is a bad place to live it's crazy like uh i was talking to my doctor she always asked me about work and i'm like yeah i'm armed now at work and she's like good about time and i'm like really <laughs> she's like yes it's not safe out there and i'm like tell me about it that's why i'm now armed it is not safe it is not safe, not safe at all. And and I feel safe when I'm at work, but it's crazy going to and fro. I worry about the people that go to lunch and stuff like that. We have a lot of lovely ladies at my work, and they will leave and, you know, go to lunch or whatever. And I'm always like, oh, man, like right a couple doors down, there was a uh, a murder last year. A kid just standing there minding his own business. A crazy guy walked up, stabbed him in the back, and killed him at a place that I'd love to go for lunch. And then um, that happened in the middle of the day. And then there was a drive-by shooting when one of our girls was walking down to get lunch down at the place where the guy got murdered. A guy drove by and did a drive-by shooting on another guy. That happened, that was a while ago. But the homeless encampment is still gone. So that crime is way, way, way under control now. And the police were back. To, I don't know what happened today. But, man, there was a lot, a lot of cops outside. And there's no homeless people where they were. I don't know what they were doing, but they rolled in on somebody yesterday. And it was a lot of them. So they're they're cracking down, finally, about time. Love to see the police doing their job. But I know it's more district attorneys than it is anything. 
And I promise you, the district attorney doesn't want to lose his job. So he's like, hey, maybe I'll let you guys do your job for a while. So maybe you should like arrest people that are committing crime. That would be good. Uh, Moto Man, if you don't know, is my uh, old partner at the Big 49. And he did a song. It was so funny. It was a lady. I don't know if you've seen it. It's a viral video of a lady who was shoplifting at a Walmart. And she, the security gets her. And she falls on the ground, and as she's falling on the ground, there's all this crap falling out of her shirt and stuff that she had shoplifted laying on the ground. And the guy's sitting on, she's big, big lady, and he's on top of her just trying to hold her down, and he's not, you know, dropping a knee on her or putting her in a chokehold or anything. He's just trying to hold her there so they can arrest her, and she's screaming, and it sounds like, remember Archie Bunker? This is going to date myself. And his wife, that annoying voice, she's screaming in a high-pitched voice going, Walmart is racist! And that's all she keeps screaming over and over. Walmart is racist. Walmart is racist because they are arresting her because she's shoplifting. Walmart is racist. It's funny as hell. But uh, uh, Moto Man goes, hey, you know that clip? And I'm like, yeah, I did see that. He put it to music and made it into a thing. I told him to post it on the Big 49 social medias. I don't know if he did. Because I do not run those anymore. I only run fat to fit or else that is all I do. It's all I got time to do because play has got to play, yo. <laughs> uh, trying to get my meals on. I just got done. It's it's a pain like when you have to think about your food. And I know that sounds really stupid to say because it was really nice being a fat idiot and just grabbing crap and throwing it in my lunchbox because I only have a half hour lunch. I typically don't go out now, especially I make all my meals or buy things that are already portioned and correct and healthy. And I will put those into my lunch. And now I typically have to make some protein every night. I have to cook something and then take it and put it in a container and get it for my lunch the next day. And that another thing that does happen now and then I will make my lunch. I will put it in a Tupperware container or a Ziploc bag or whatever and put it in the refrigerator. Cause it's a protein that I just cooked. And then I will get in a rush in the morning and forget my lunch. out of. The, I'll grab my lunch box, which has already been packed with my snacks and stuff like that. Like my, I told you, I always buy those Costco nuts these nuts that's what i buy but they are peanuts almonds and cashews typically uh last time i bought the crazy bonus pack which had trail mix which i won't eat um some granola bar things that i won't eat some other uh weird kirkland brand things that i can't eat but it also had the nuts so i thought if i get those and i put them in there the uh, batshit women that I live with won't eat all of the nuts and I can have the snacks I bought for me and they'll eat all that other stuff. It's been pretty effective, but it's not 100% effective yet. So it, I may do that again this week. It's But that one is with all the extra stuff and it has dried blueberries and things and it has a bunch of weird stuff. Uh, that one though is like 25 bucks. It's a big box. It's like going to the fireworks stand and you can get the Bonanza back or the uh, the little squirter. And I always get the little squirter because my parents were cheap and I always wanted the Bonanza. Well, now I buy the Bonanza. I buy the Bonanza pack. But it's not fireworks. It's food. And it's snacks. And my snack uh, little, we have a basket in our kitchen that's got all the snacks in it. And I buy junky stuff 
and then they'll eat my healthy stuff and just piss me off. But what you gonna do? Um, I'm liking my low carb bread. I'm having because I haven't had bread in so long, so I'll have a piece of that or two a day, and it is wonderful. Here's another tip I saw a video of, and it's really good. I don't know if you guys ever buy the dried peanut butter. It's just powdered peanut butter. People take that and you basically reconstitute it with sugar-free maple syrup and it turns it back into a peanut butter texture and then put it on you know, a, a low-carb piece of bread or bun or whatever you got and then you can make peanut butter sandwiches that have no sugar that are just and have some protein and they're I mean they're healthier than most regular peanut butter. I have almond butter in my fridge too. I haven't touched that. I got big for a minute into sunflower butter. It's got a really different taste. It's very sweet though. So to, I, I think it had too much sugar. So I would once again use it very sparingly. But man, this uh, reconstituted peanut butter with the sugar-free maple syrup is got no sugar at all, and it's a pretty good. Pretty good trick. That's the hardest thing for me to, because I do love sweets and I have a sweet tooth and I want to make those things. I am getting into pumpkin cheesecake season. I told you guys that. That's my favorite thing to make on the, I used to make it when I was doing keto. Just the cream cheese, the can of pumpkin, two eggs, and some, you know, pumpkin seasoning, a little dash of maybe vanilla extract. You blend that puppy up and drop it into uh, the crust, which is uh, crushed, crushed, crushed walnuts with cinnamon and fake sugar. And then you bake that for 10 minutes and then you put the the filling in there and bake it on 350, I think like a half hour, whatever it is. And it comes out effing delicious. It is delicious. It is so freaking good. And I made it many different ways with, with many different um, fake sweeteners and I've liked it every time I've done it, so it's been really good. Some of the sweeteners, though, you have to be careful with. If you use some, the, you have to cut back on the amount because if you put too much in, it'll be too sweet, even though it has no sugar in it. It'll taste too sweet, and you can ruin stuff with the fake sweeteners, so you got to watch it. And then if you don't put enough, it ends up kind of like bitter tart, and it's still pretty good because I like the cream cheese flavor and the pumpkin flavor, but it's not as good if it's not sweet. It's got to be sweet. Mmm. I haven't bought any sugar-free chocolate in a while. I would used to buy that at um, Trader Joe's at the checkout line. They'd have these sugar-free chocolate bars, and then I would break off a they're like little you know little squares. It's a big chocolate bar, and you could break off little squares, and I would put that in my lunch or whatever. Sometimes a little bit of it, and that is freaking good stuff too. Man, I love to eat. I am fatty boombalati, but I am becoming a fitness. I am a fitness model. I am not becoming a fitness model. I am a fitness model. I am fit. And I am getting more fit by the day and I am looking better. I have, I've been tracking and I plan on in my big reveal at some point when I finally look really uh, good. You know, I mean, you guys see photos of me all the time online with no shirt on. I don't care. But I, I compared the one, I took one today and then I compared the first one from the day. And there's a, there's a noticeable difference. This is the ninth week. So we passed the eighth week and we are into the ninth week. And there's a noticeable difference. So I've, and remember, it's only down all in all like 11 pounds. It shouldn't be. And I, I'm a fat load when I started this. I can really see it on my face and my neck. But I'm going to do a progression of all of these photos because I'll take at least one photo a week in the same pose in a mirror. And then uh, I will 
put those all together and do a collage, pop, 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 and get to uh, whatever point I decide, maybe a year, I don't know, but I would do my big reveal, even though you guys will see me many times before that on video and whatnot. So it is time for me to go. I just wanted to come and give you the good news. The good news is I am looking good. The health is turning around. The A1C, which is key, is looking solid, and I'm stoked about it. So I'm going to keep up the good work. I'm going to keep trying, and I encourage you to do the same, whatever it is. And there's so many things you could do. One of the um, videos I watch, an influencer is this weightlifter dude, and he's like, you know, there's just getting the low-carb bread. Is a, It's a little bit, and those little things add up. It may don't eat peanut butter, maybe get the powdered peanut butter and then mix in the sugar. And it's a little, that's different. So now I'm not eating peanut butter. I'm eating this with no sugar at all in it. And it's cutting little corners here and there. And if you do enough of that and you're consistent with it, and then you don't blow it on a dozen donuts at some point, you really can make a difference in your diet and the little things add up. So don't ever discredit the little things that you do, don't discredit that. Little things add up into big things. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, and you just bite and bite and bite, and eventually it is gone. So cutting corners here, cutting corners there, doing this, walking a little. If you can't work out, if you don't have time to get gym, I realize people have multiple jobs now and side hustles, and I am the king of that, and I salute you. But you also have a family and you want to, you know, work and maybe spend time. You're like, I can go to the gym or I can go spend time with my family. Not everyone's like me. It's like going, I go to the gym and I don't have to spend time with my family. This is amazing. But uh, occasionally I have to. So, you know, some people do that more than I do. But, you know, you know to each his own, whatever. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> go, go, it makes you happy. But seriously, just do what you can. And, and you know, it, it helps. It helps in the long run, and maybe you're not. Maybe you're not losing weight. Maybe you're still gaining weight, but maybe you're gaining it slower than you would. Those little things add up. Eat healthy, and try and stick with it, and motivate yourself. And and if you are like me and you have to torture yourself to stay motivated, do it. Do it. It'll. You'll be happy. You will be happy. You did. I'm very happy right now. I think my mushroom coffee's kicked in, and I've been in a good mood for the last couple of weeks. Uh, my numbers are good. My health is uh, turning around. I'll see how my heart doctor appointment goes. They gave me a clean bill of health, but then they're doing this test. So we will see how it goes next Tuesday when I get that done. And I'm probably going to have to go for this fatty liver thing now as well. And they'll say, just watch your diet. We'll keep an eye on it. And I'll be like, yeah, I told you that, you numbnuts mofos. So I'm not uh, anticipating any horrific news. But, you know. Whatever happens, happens. It's not in my hands. I am just a passenger in this life, and I am just trying to do the right thing along the way and be a better person, and I hope that you are too. I will talk to you guys uh, next week. Next week, we'll get down. We'll have another uh, podcast. Also, don't forget, uh, FIT10 is the code. If you go to Spira.com, Spira USA, check out the Spira shoes. You can, any shoes they have, you can get the 10% discount with Fit10 and that's how they know it came from the stretch show. So that is much appreciated. But uh, if you're going to get some, they're expensive, but I highly recommend those Spira Wave Maxes. They are next level comfort. I seriously wear them every single day. I get home from work. I kick off my 
dress shoes or boots or whatever I'm wearing, and bam, on go the Spiras as I go to the gym. So awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, thank you to them too. Love the Spira people. Those are my, my peeps. And I will talk to you guys again next week. So have a good weekend.